All right, ladies and gentlemen, here we are. Another week, another episode of the Hardwood Nation's podcast with your boy C.L. Anthony of thehardwoodnation.net and Bryce Ward. What's going on, Bryce? Not much. How are you doing, man? Oh, I'm doing great. I mean, I forgot to introduce you as my little white buddy, but I think everyone knows that by now. Yeah, we can start leaving that off. It's fine by me. <laughs> All right, little white buddy. Hey, so the Phoenix Suns, they pulled out a... Uh, a tough game last night against the Los Angeles Clippers in L.A. So the Suns are now up 3-1. Does this surprise you at this point in these playoffs? No, not at all. Chris Paul's okay. back healthy. Phoenix has played well the whole time. And they took um, a game or two games without him. He wasn't in their first two games, I think, was he? No, he was out the first two games. Right. So... It's not surprising, even though the game was ugly last night and both teams had a hard time <clears throat> getting, like, a good rhythm or and getting shots to fall. But, um, yeah, they came out with the win. Chris Paul and Booker both played pretty good. Uh, and Booker had, like, 25. Chris Paul had 18, seven assists. And, uh, but Aiton, Aiton was the... <clears throat> The real uh, MVP of the night. He had 19 points, 22 rebounds. So I think I think it was the opposite. Maybe I don't, I'm not 100 percent sure, but either either no, way, it was a great game. Okay. Um. So and then uh, Paul George did his thing, of course, but there's still no Kawhi. Like I said Chris Paul's back for for the Phoenix, so uh, I, I just think it's going to be hard for the Clippers to do anything else. Like, at this point, the series is 3-1. They might get another game, <clears throat> but I just think they're pretty handicapped at this point not having Kawhi. I mean, Reggie Jackson had a good game for them with 20 points. Uh, Kawhi, or I mean, uh, Paul George had 23 points, 16 rebounds, but, I mean, it just wasn't it wasn't enough, even though neither team played great, you know. Right. It's only, it's only so much Paul George should do. I will say that this this series could have easily gone 3-1 the opposite way. Like, these games have been really, really, really close. And with a game that was this low scoring, the Clippers should have won this game. Um, so, we, we both said Phoenix are going to make it to the NBA Finals um, after all the shenanigans earlier in the playoffs. And that seems to be true. But the series is a lot closer than it seems at 3-1. Um, but I still think Phoenix is going to wrap it up. Kudos to the Clippers because they, they never give up. They're in every game. Um, so kudos to them. But I believe Phoenix, Phoenix should wrap this thing up in game five, whenever that is. I believe it may be Monday night. Um, they should wrap this thing up. And kudos to that franchise. Um for everything that they've accomplished this season, which started actually last season in the bubble. Mm -hmm. So for our next main topic, we're going to fly through these a day for our next main topic. Next main topic. We got a preview game three bucks Hawks. The series shifts to Atlanta. Uh, The bucks beat the brakes (laughs) off the Hawks in game two. After responding from that thrashing they got in game one. Who takes game three? Game three is a swing game. Who takes it? Hot Atlanta. <laughs> you going with Atlanta tonight? <laughs> yeah, um, I think we've seen in the some of the Bucks series that um they don't 
they, I mean, obviously all teams play better at home. But for me, like, my takeaway from the Bucks have been they play extremely well at home compared to on the road where it's it's way more iffy. <laughs> so I think um, I think Atlanta capitalizes and takes takes the game tonight just for that. Right. We'll see. The Bucks kind of got physical with Trey Young uh, last game, and the, the wheels fell off of that last game. Mm-hmm. I mean, Milwaukee roared back. They went on a, a 20 to 0 run in that second quarter and roared back and just beat those little boys to death. Um, as you said earlier, I believe last week, you're not going to go against the Hawks anymore. <laughs> <'Cause>... <laughs> yeah. So I'm. I, I'm with you on that. I do think they take game three uh, at home tonight. Can't tell you by how, much, by how much, but I do believe they take game three tonight. Uh, <laughs> this has been a very entertaining series, you know? I mean, it's been a very entertaining playoffs overall, I mean, as well, because it's just um, have, they have all these teams in there in the in the conference finals right now. I mean, to me, is exciting. I mean, someone's going to get their first championship. Uh, I think. Well, technically, no, 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 no. It's, it's 50-50 right now, okay? The Hawks have won a championship, <laughs> and the Bucks have actually won a championship. So you have the Clippers and the Phoenix who haven't. Okay. So, okay. It's, so it's 50-50 right now. Okay. I don't know what I was reading there. I thought maybe I was mm-hmm. reading something wrong. But, um, yeah, I mean, either way, though, it's, it's still, for me, very exciting because – it's just so unpredicted. It's like um, almost like the NCAA tournament like results. Like you'd almost expect to see these teams here if they only had to win one game, but they're winning, you know, seven game series against some tough teams. So I mean, it's impressive, and they all deserve to be there. So right, um, ra- ratings are apparently up. The NBA always worries about ratings when like the, the superstars like LeBron James aren't in the playoffs, but apparently ratings are up this year. Um, Could be some deeper reasons for that, but it's a good sign for the league that people are still watching when your big guns aren't there. So kudos kudos to these young books. (laughs) So this this past week we had the NBA's draft lottery. We saw that the Detroit Pistons are going to get the number one pick in the draft. Your franchise actually has two picks in the top ten, pick number five and I believe pick number eight. What do you think the Magic should do with those picks? Uh, um, well, I, I think if they can find, and this is just me, um, if they can find a, a wing or like a forward who can knock down a, a three-point shot efficiently, I would be open to something like that. Kind of like um, – as close as like we could get to replacing the hole from Aaron Gordon, the, the small one that is, or like someone who could shoot a little bit more. Because um, uh, in my eyes, I'm still not convinced that we have a lot. We don't have a lot of shooters. Um, Cole Anthony looks like he can shoot some, um, but still, when Fultz comes back healthy, like we. We just still don't have a lot of offensive weapons in my eyes. Um, And when Isaac gets back, he's healthy too. He's not exactly a guy that's going to add to your perimeter shooting either. So I I still feel like that's a a big problem for the Magic. Mm -hmm. So I'd like to see them look at someone who can really knock down a shot 
<clears throat> maybe, you know, know how to get their own shot off. God knows we need that. Um, but with the other pick, like, I really don't know. Like, it, it, it's tough, man. Um, I haven't been I, – I don't really pay attention to the, the kids coming out, the college kids and stuff. So I haven't been paying attention – to what that top 10, top 15 projection looks like. I'm just, I'm just going to wait and see what they do. Um, <clears throat> my experience with the draft has been like not that great. Like in the time that I've really been following the team, like we either, we tend to not pick the best player or, uh, <clears throat> which I mean, a lot of teams have problems with, but it's either, it's either that or, uh, the fans are disappointed with <clears throat> the pick that we got. Like we got number five and number eight, and you can still use a lot of value with that. But right. it's everything has to fall in place exactly right. So like I try not to get too <clears throat> too high or down or low on the draft just because I know like there's too many question marks, and I try not to get too like. Um, too idealistic in my head of what exactly I think we need. So it's, I'm just going to wait and see what falls to us and see what uh, some of the news on like the workouts are that come out and, and just see who, who they like at their workouts. Because at this point, the magic kind of could use a little bit of everything, you know, it's like, as long as the talent's there, and the work ethic and everything they like is there. Like, I, I don't know that I can say I want them to take this over that or at this point. I just want them to see what they can get at those spots. And if they feel like they can combo, the, combo those picks up into a different spot, which I don't think they've said they're going to do, um, I'd be fine with that too. Like, at this point, it's just let's see what they pick and what we end up with and see how see what happens when those other boys come back healthy. Because we have a lot of question marks because of that, too. Like, all these guys are going to have to play together. And Fultz and Isaac haven't been on the court a ton, period, with the guys that are there anyways. Right. So right. I, I, can't, I can't say for sure what I hope they get or what I think we need because it's hard to say what our team's going to look like at this point. Uh, we haven't seen these guys play together since before they got hurt, and then the team was completely different at that point. So I, I – to be honest, I don't know. I'm just throwing my hands up and waiting to see because, like, as a fan, like, someone looking in from the outside, it's – there's so much we need. It, it's hard to say. What I would do is and, – and there's another question I'm going to ask you in a second right after this. But what I would do is is I would explore trading the eighth pick um, for maybe a veteran shooter. So you keep the, you keep the fifth pick and see if you can trade the eighth pick to a team that doesn't have a pick, right? Um, and see how desperate they are to get a pick and then see if you can pry away one of their shooters that, that has a friendly contract. So I would definitely look into that. So then you would have a veteran presence and you also have a knockdown shooter. So that's something I would look into if I was in that front office, but we'll see. Look, having two picks in the top 10, I'm envious of it. My team doesn't have any picks this year. So having two, two picks in the top 10 is a great thing, and it gives you guys a lot of leverage. Now it comes down to what you do with those picks. So like I said, I would keep one and trade one. So you keep the fifth pick, trade the eight pick, and maybe throw in a throwaway player, you know, to price somebody else back in. You know, you may be able to do something like that. But that's something I would look into. Um, really quick, 
My next question is, and forgive me, I forgot to mention this to you earlier, but I know I showed it to you. How, how do you feel about the Magic CEO coming off of our conversation a week ago? How do you feel about the CEO saying that by 2030, he anticipates the franchise having one championship? He's just talking out of his ass, trying to, in my opinion, just like be a PR guy. Like he's that it's it's basically meaningless that claim. I mean, for one, you should expect every franchise their goal is to win a championship, even if they don't know how or it doesn't look like they're poised to win anything in the next four years. So, uh, <clears throat> but as the head of the organization, he has to say that in my eyes. Like you, you have to say those those things. Those are the right things to say, but. In no way, shape, or form has he established the type of confidence I would need to believe him with that claim. He's never won a championship. He he doesn't. He's never been with an organization that has won a championship. And uh, I mean, we've gotten close, but he he doesn't know what that takes. He he doesn't know what that entails. I mean, like it, it just. <clears throat> Uh, I don't know. Just like a, a, an odd claim to make, and I think it, I think it comes at a time where he, he he knows the Magic have been scrutinized amongst the league and amongst fans, and I mean we know he's been catching a little more heat lately just because of the conversations we've been having. Um, so I, I just think it's just a it's just a PR statement, basically, like in. I mean, it's very little effort from the team. He just made a statement. Like, nothing else, nothing weird's going on right now. He's clearly feeling some pressure, or else he wouldn't say that anyways, because he doesn't really come out and say a whole, whole lot anyways. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's just a weird statement. Like, I in no way believe it. It's just, I, I hope my team does better, for sure. But the fact that he can't, Alex Martins came out and said it, I mean, I... I don't really, I don't really give a shit what he has to say at this point. Like, uh, give, give me, get, give me a good team that's getting, getting some W's, getting some wins before you come out and tell me that you're gonna, in your opinion, you can win a championship within ten years. Um, and that's ten years. Like, how long have you been there? <laughs> like, if, 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 if you would have done this from the beginning, you're telling me you can guarantee a championship within forty years? It's cool. Like. <laughs> Why are you even there at this point? I, I was, brother, I was totally shocked when I saw that comment. And I, I remember texting you. I'm like, he should be fired on the spot. That The thing that caught me off guard was the, the year that he put on it, 2030. I'm, I'm like, if he was just to come out and say, look, our goal is to win a championship within the next few years. That's even a better statement than, oh, we're going to have at least one by 2030. You're asking that franchise to be patient for you for at least another 10 years. I, I cannot fathom mm-hmm. that. I, I, I don't understand it. Um, and and, and, and the, time, the timing of it, you guys were in the playoffs the last two years outside of this year. If he would have made the comment then when you guys were a playoff team, it would be a little better versus him making it now when you guys detonated your playoff team. So it's just like, What? Um, that that's the part that that threw me off. So I definitely didn't like the comment. I don't know where it came from. I don't know who asked him what question, but it definitely shouldn't have been said in that context. All right. So 
for our next main topic. Now we talk about my team. I don't know if you saw it, but man, the last few days, it's been hot in Miami with these trade rumors about Tyler Hero. Um, there's been links to him to Houston. There's been links to him to Toronto. Do you think that he are definitely going to trade Tyler Hero? Mm, not, not for sure. They're probably throwing out some feelers or listening to some teams, I imagine. Um, I'm like 50-50 on whether they'll do that or not. I'm not saying they should or shouldn't. Um, if it's me, I might give them another season. But depending on what teams offer, you know, maybe not. I, th- I think I think the, um, the bar was as high as you could have asked for during, like, the trade deadline. Like, I don't think the rest of the season helped his trade stock, if that makes sense. Like, um, you could have gotten more for him then, and they didn't want to do it then. Um, Pat Riley has also come out and said that he is one of the three staples going forward. And, you know, that can, that can quickly change, obviously, depending on the talks. But I feel like they would have to get more than what they're hoping for at this point for them to want to actually get rid of him. Like, I, I think they give him another year, but I wouldn't be surprised based on the deal if they didn't have him next season. It's just going to depend on, I think, uh, what other teams offer and it, and how many teams Miami engages. Like, I, I, <clears throat> Miami needs a lot of work this offseason, and that one aspect, like getting rid of Hero, might not be their goal as much as just upgrading in other places. But if Hero's part of a good deal, then I could see them getting rid of him. I'm like 50-50 on it right now on whether or not they will do it this year. It just, I think it just depends on how talks go with other teams. Um, what do you think? One of, the, one of the Heat beat writers said earlier in the week that there's a 75% change, chance that Hero's going to be gone. Um I've I've made it no surprise here on this podcast since the trade deadline that I wanted him gone because he's the only one on the team that has value, but that's also expendable. So I'm, I'm going to give you a scenario. I, I know it'll never happen, but I'm going to give you a scenario. So we talked about, <clears throat> excuse me, the Orlando Magic and the Orlando Magic needing shooters. The trade would never happen. Our teams just it, it, it does it doesn't work. It won't happen. Thank thank God because I don't but, like where this shit's going at all. But but hear me out. Hear me out. A team like Miami who doesn't have a pick in the draft, but we have a shooter. You wouldn't consider giving us the eighth pick for someone like Tyler Hero. Like you wouldn't consider that trade. I would consider it. Mm-hmm. I just don't like the the like the rumors of the outside stuff going on with Hero. Right. Like uh, I, I don't need that on my team. Right. Um I his talent, yeah, sure. That's fine. Like I'm not even saying that's great at this point. Like I just know he can knock down a shot. Um that I would take that, yes. I just don't need all the extra. Like you're not a star in the NBA yet. You you mm-hmm. had one decent playoff run in the bubble. And that was it. Like you shouldn't be having songs written about you, and you shouldn't be you shouldn't be so hyped everywhere. Like, it's detrimental to your game, in my opinion, if you're new and you can't handle it all at once. Like it just seems like a lot. I don't want that on my team. 
it, it was. I'll it take was his a lot. talent all day. I'll take a different player just like him all day. Mm-hmm. I just I don't think I want those distractions. He he would give you fifteen and five, and and the only reason why I brought it up is is why it makes sense for both teams. So this is the reason why I brought it up because I think Miami was was the biggest distraction for him. So you're a decent player. You're in a popular market. So now if you take that decent player and put him in a smaller market where he probably can't get in as much trouble, it may actually benefit him as well. Plus, you know you're going to get 15 and 5, and those 5s are, are assists. So, I mean, that's, that's a good number of assists for a guard. So, mm-hmm. I, so you get less distractions in Orlando. You guys still get your keep your fifth pick. Miami gets your eighth pick, which Miami – could they value picks right now? I don't know. They are they, the team's hella young already, so they might not even want any more young players. But that's just a trade in my head where I'm like, you know what? If the teams didn't really hate each other, it would make perfect sense. <laughs> but we know the teams hate each other from the front office down. They hate each other, so the trade's never going to happen. But I just wanted to get your opinion on it. But do I do I believe Tyler Hero should be traded? Absolutely, he should be traded. Um, Houston, I don't know exactly what we could get from Houston that would benefit us. Um, Toronto, you know, we've been linked to Kyle Lowry, so there have to be some more pieces involved there. A sign and trade deal because Lowry's going to be a free agent. But the, the, the writer that said 75%, if I was writing, I would say it should be 100% certainty that he's gone. And, and remember, he didn't have a good playoff run. So Pat mm-hmm. Riley saying he's a core player for the Heat still gives him a little bit of value because people would be like, oh, my God, Pat Riley values him so much. Why? Mm-hmm. Let's see what we can do. So I think I think Pat kind of Pat kind of played the media with that. Um, because I think that very much so that the Heat are gonna move on from Tyler Hero. And then our, our next topic is a little similar to this actually. So <clears throat> excuse me. For our next main topic, Ben Simmons had a rough rough week, which we knew he was gonna have a rough week. So Doc Rivers wasn't sure when he was asked if Ben Simmons can be the point guard of a championship team. He said he wasn't sure. You know, he couldn't answer the question. Two days later, Doc Rivers and the Sixers say, okay, we have a plan to fix Ben Simmons' shooting and Ben Simmons' confidence. Would you attempt to fix it or would you just trade him? (laughs) Well, um, that may not be like – does. Doc Rivers doesn't have um, control over the players there, right? He, he's not their GM. Like no, he's he was not their GM. Previously. No. no, he's just okay. a head coach. So, I mean, if you're Doc Rivers, don't you basically have to do what you're kind of like, what you're get Like, you have to work with what you're given. It's not Doc Rivers' choice to say, I don't want, like, we should trade Ben Simmons. Like, he can probably suggest that or whatever, of, of course, but. In my eyes, he just has to work with what he's given. So if management is like, we're going to stick with Ben Simmons and here's the plan, then you go along with that plan. Um, if it's me, I probably would look to trade Ben Simmons. That's just me. Um, I don't. I can't say with 100% certainty that he can't fix his shot or get better. But I know, based on how long he's been in the league, that he really hasn't made – that progress up to this point um, when you should be, you should have been working on it the whole time. If, if you know, you have these issues, you know, um, 
you're not like a, an odd physical specimen like Giannis or Shaq. You you can't hide your inefficiencies in in your athletic ability. Like you you're not that kind of freak. So in the confidence issue, like he he's not shoot. First off, he has a problem shooting efficiently when he's confident. But then on top of that, he's having a confidence issue. So right now, he has no offensive ability, basically. Like, his confidence isn't there. He passed up a dunk. I mean, that's ridiculous. I mean, so in my eyes, at this point, like, he's not – he hasn't been in the league that long, but he's made, like, zero shooting progress. That, to me, doesn't spell – a lot of confidence for me if I'm the coach in the in the management going forward that he's going to get better and he's too this this series showed he was way too big of a liability um I, I feel differently I I feel like you you trade him and you get rid of him but what the management is doing if they've decided to keep him then I think Doc Rivers and everybody else, they have to be on board. They, they have to at least try to do what they're saying they're going to do with this kid. But uh, if he keeps it up, I don't know how much longer the organization's going to stick with him. Like, it, if he doesn't make too much progress, do you think he's there next, uh, like, trade deadline? Do you think they hold on to him long term no. if he doesn't start to show some progress? Because I don't. No, he he's going to be traded, and here's why I said that. that. That's why I said this topic was similar to the last topic because Doc Rivers had to say, well, we have a plan to fix him. He had to say that right. because then that still will give him more value where other teams can say, okay, well, at least we know this offseason he was working on his shot. So he, here's the thing with Ben Simmons. So apparently they've wanted him to work on his shot for years, and he hasn't done it. He hasn't put it as a top priority in his career. Mm-hmm. And now, and now, like you said, the, the shit hit the fan in this last playoff series against the Atlanta Hawks. So how do you fix them? You can still try to fix them with whatever plan the Sixers are going to implement, and then you can also still trade him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just like Pat Riley. Hey, Tyler Hero is a core player, but guess what? We're still probably going to trade him. So it, it's similar situations. Um Here's another consistent along with the uh, Tyler Hero topic. I've said to you off camera for years, to you on camera for a year, they have to move this kid because him and Joel Embiid cannot play together. If Ben Simmons had a perimeter shot, they could play together fine. But they both do their damage in the paint, and you can't have that because then you're going to run into each other. Space is going to be bad. This is horrible. So based on him not having a shot, a perimeter shot, those two can't work together. It's not Embiid's fault. It's the kid's fault. So you have to move him. Um, so I think they're going to try to move him. I, I'm, I'm hearing whispers. I'm hearing whispers. I don't know if you heard this, but I'm hearing whispers about Golden State. I've heard Golden State, and I've heard Portland of all places. <laughs> and and the thing with Golden State is they have so many shooters yeah, they would need they would need Ben Simmons to shoot. Now I don't know who Golden State would have to give up. That's the question. You know, would you give up Draymond? Like, I don't know, but I'm 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 really hearing whispers about Golden State, and I'm just like, how is this gonna work? How? <laughs> he, could, he could slide into the Draymond role 
well for that team. Um, right. Um, right. But but still, the problem is, and this this is just me, I guess, um, maybe, but Draymond's got like an attitude, right? Like love him or hate him, he he's got an attitude. Like he he is not lacking on confidence, despite not having a lot of offensive ability. Right. Right. Like he will take a shot. I mean, uh, for better or for worse, he will take the shot, and he he'll make some, but. His confidence is through the roof compared to Ben Simmons. Correct. And Ben Simmons may be a regular season monster or, you know, um, have tons of confidence when it doesn't count. But Golden State has a legacy of winning championships at this point. I'd be worried about replacing a guy like Draymond with a Ben Simmons for when it really counted. Um, not saying he can't still be successful and win, you know, be on a team to win a championship. I just, I just, I'm it. I'd be worried about gambling on it, I guess. Um, Mm -hmm. But maybe if there's some place that can correct it, maybe it is Golden State. You know, it's it's, it's, that's that's it. That's a very interesting destination for him. Um, I was going to ask you on the flip side though. What do you think Philly should do? Do you think they should look up a guy like Kimba? Who might be a free agent? No, 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 no. They're they're gonna look at Kyle Lowry first. Uh, that that's who they're gonna look at first. They they've tried to they they've looked at Lowry before when they thought about moving Simmons. So I think Lowry would be the first option. I don't know if Kemba will work in that system, but he might because you. I don't think they want to shoot first point guard. They just want a point guard that can shoot. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Kyle Lowry <laughs> would be a great option. I think Kyle Lowry is the one that would end up – and don't get me wrong, Kyle Lowry is going to get a lot of calls. Lakers, yeah. Philly, Miami, he's going to get a lot of calls. But I think Philly really wants Kyle Lowry, and he would be a perfect fit there. He's not a shoot-first point guard, but he can shoot. One more thing about Ben Simmons that, that kind of makes sense for Golden State is that if they were to make that acquisition, you know he wouldn't be a point guard. He's 6'10". He would have to change positions and be like a small forward or a power forward. He's big enough yeah. to do that. Um, yeah, that's what that's what made me say like he could slide into that Draymond spot so yeah. easily because there's lots of times Draymond handles like you know he will run the offense some and he's big and he's big enough to. It's not like Draymond's huge, but he plays a big position, and so right. Ben Simmons seems like it'd be perfect just to would, slide into that slot. Would you believe Ben Simmons is taller than Draymond? Now Draymond's stronger. Yeah. But Ben Simmons is actually taller than Draymond. Draymond, I mean, uh, Ben Simmons is a tall boy. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I yeah. <laughs> he, he, he's a he's a big boy. All right. <laughs> so for our our last main topic, I don't know if you heard about this, but uh, former NBA player and ESPN commentator Jalen Rose indicated that Kevin Love shouldn't have been on the uh, Team USA roster for the upcoming Olympics and called it a token pick accused USA basketball of tokenism and said that they had to put a white guy on the team. So therefore they put Kevin Love. Do you think Kevin Love should have been on this team? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) So you agree with Taylor Rose? It see, I'll, I'll say it seems that way up front. Okay. 
That's that's how I'll say it. Jalen called a little hell the last couple of days um, because he pretty much said that that USA basketball didn't have the courage to put an all black team on the court, despite the fact that I think four of the last five Olympics have been an all black team. So <laughs> people were like, "What are you talking about?" But yeah, I, I I do believe I do believe there are better options currently playing than Kevin Love. But I also understand why you put him on the team because he can be a versatile big man who can shoot, and you need that in the international game. So I I, I, I kind of see it both ways. Um, I'm not going to accuse Team USA of tokenism, <laughs> um, but there could have been other options. But it's from a versatility standpoint, I don't mind Kevin Love being on the team because he can, can be a versatile big. Will his motivation be there? I don't know. He had a very bad year in Cleveland this year in the games that he played. Excuse mm-hmm. me, you know, one game like he gave up and walked off the court. Yeah, so he doesn't want so, to be there at all. I mean, right. it's obvious. Right. So if we can get a motivated Kevin Love on Team USA, it could be a thing of beauty um, because that roster they have is stacked. I meant to pull it up. I can't remember all the names off the top of my head, but that is a loaded roster. Um and, and and he would benefit greatly from it, and they would benefit greatly from him, especially from his rebounding and his passing and his shooting. So I don't mind the pick. Um, <laughs> I hate it that Jalen Rose caught a little heat for it, but, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> I, I don't think everything is based on race. I'll, I'll put it like that. Everything that happens is not based on race, but like I said, I don't, I don't mind the Kevin Love pick. So you have any last yeah. words, Bryce? For, for our 26 subscribers. Huh. Oh, man, we're going up. We're going Sounds up, good. brother. We're getting one a week. Um, <laughs> um, I'm just trying to think if like, there's anything I meant I wanted to bring up. Um, yeah. <clears throat> where do you where do you think Kyle Lowry wants to be? If if you had to like put yourself in his shoes, where do you think you go? If winning is the premium, uh, Philly. If you want a vacation, Miami. If you want to be a bitch boy, Los Angeles. Yeah, but Los Angeles could also get you a championship too. Yeah, but you got to be a bitch boy to LeBron. If he didn't, if he didn't have one already, well, he's I, used that, to being that, a bitch boy, so. <laughs> I don't know if he wants perfectly. To, I, I don't know if he wants to be a bitch boy to LeBron though. I don't I don't know. And, and he has a championship, and, so it might not mean as much to him. That's that, that's what I'm saying, yeah. And, and and really how how guaranteed is it right now that the Lakers are gonna win again? Because we we've both said we, we're not sure if they're ever gonna win again. So just keep that in mind too. But I think Philly Philly's still young enough and strong enough to where they could uh make some noise for him. So yeah. I, I like I like him in Philly a lot. So Yeah. Yeah, it just depends on what 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 motivates him. That's all, you know. Championship, vacation, or being a bitch boy. That's <laughs> we know he Look, likes to take cheap shots on players when they're in the air or wherever. So who knows? Could you he can do that in a lot of places? Look, the Rose is going to be a free agent too. Could you imagine DeRozan and Lowry in Los Angeles with LeBron? <laughs> or if they both teamed up in Philly. Huh. I don't, 
I don't know if Philly. I think Philly would have to give up Tobias Harris for uh, the Rosen. Um, and that, I don't why think, you do that? Like you don't because they're basically yeah. the same thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't. I don't think they would give mm-hmm. up. Uh, I mean, you could get. Here's the deal. Uh, Tobias has a big contract. You could get the Rosen for the cheap. That would mm-hmm. be the only motivation for that. But you still stay stick with the younger guy. You stick with Tobias on that. Because um, if they were to make that move, I'm like y'all trying to clear up some cap space. Uh, well, it's also like it's not like Tobias hasn't played well there for them. Like he's right. done what they wanted him to do, so I, they, I'm sure they don't have any complaints with him. Right, 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 right. So, hell, DeRozan could be a cheap option for Orlando. There's a shooter right there. So, yeah, DeRozan could help out a, a lot of teams. Yeah, I, I think he kind of. I, I don't think he's ever gonna get over being traded and then Toronto finally winning the championship. I don't think he's ever going to get over that. And then, you know, San Antonio, the wheels fell off there. So he's wasted now four to five years yeah. there. Um, I, it sucks because he's a good player. Um, but hopefully he latches on to a to a contender. Hey, look, here's another team, Portland, for DeRozan. Um, yeah. Yeah, that, that's another team for him where he could help out. So uh, last thing, I will say this before we wrap it up. Coaches are starting to get hired now. I know I heard the Magic requested their interviews with the Mavericks' uh, top assistant head coach and another head coach somewhere. But these coaches are getting gobbled up. You know, Chauncey Billups is in Portland now. Jason Kidd is in Dallas. Um, Rick Carlisle's in Indiana. Yeah, he went back there. That's where he started at as far as coaching. Um, Would you give Dan Antonio a call? Uh... I wouldn't, but yeah. I could see with as many feelers as it seems like the Magic have put out in terms of, like, assistance and everything. I'm sure they have. I don't think Dan Tony would be interested in it, to be honest. Um, but I'm, sh- <clears throat> I'm sure they've at least tried to contact him. I, I don't know. I, at this point, I don't know. I, I said I wouldn't, like. I, I don't I'm not like a huge fan of Dan Tony. I feel yeah. like he could just get you into the playoffs and like then that's about it. Um not not take you anywhere serious, I guess. Um so not for me, yeah. but I'm sure they've at least tried to contact him or have had talks with him. Yeah, there's still a couple of openings. I know the Magic and I know New Orleans, Boston hired their their coach this week as well. So we had like four coaching hires this week i don't so i think it's just you guys in new orleans that are left uh looking for coaches so it's still there's still some candidates out there though um but yeah that's going to be it for this episode of the hardwood nations podcast but we do want to ask you guys one thing like share subscribe our videos drop some comments below if you disagree with us drop it down there we don't care we'll read them all sometimes we'll respond to them if you think miami shouldn't trade tyler hero let us know. If you think the Magic should trade their draft picks, let us know, and we'll respond. So with that said, we will see you guys next week. We are out. Have a good one.